back. It's been literally forever. Uh, didn't really know, like I have topics, but all those seem, I don't know, irrelevant or just kind of like I would do them and not be in the right mindset to do them. I still need to drop my teen years part two for the age gaps. Um, trying to do a Halloween episode with uh, DK Murphy for STD, which is going to be mainly on like the scariest shit that's happened to us. Nothing to do with Halloween in the sense of like movies or Halloween, the actual event, but more of like Halloween supposed to be a scary time. What's the worst shit that's ever happened to you kind of thing or worst situation you've ever been in? Um, knowing him, uh, we normally talk about relationships. So I'm probably going to talk about like the worst relationships I've been in and not in this type of like, oh yeah, she's fucking sucked. No, I mean like it was scary. I could have went to the fucking prison or jail because of her type shit. Um, or just scary in the sense of like, it's scary that uh, I was going along with all that shit and not realizing that eventually I was kind of going down that hole and just getting worse and worse. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, overall it's all my decisions, you know, but there were some females out there that kind of contributed to me, like, just not caring and being more drug-induced and more, like, willing to fucking get all fucked up all the time and just feel numb, you know? Um, so yeah, like I said, that, that's what to look forward to. <laughs> that doesn't sound like great, but yeah, that's what's, what's to look forward to. I found some free time right now. Uh, my boy's asleep in the living room. He's knocked out fucking listening to the music that we're watching. I think it was Dead Boy and the Elephant Man. Right before that, it was Headwound City. Um, I said, it trips me the fuck out that my son likes the things that I like. Because, I mean, Headwound City is not for everybody. <laughs> I mean... If you got a Spotify account or Amazon Music or some fucking weird thing where you can play music, like, and just pick it, look up Headwound City, their first album, and try to listen to it. It's only, like, 13 minutes long, the whole album is. It's, like, eight songs or something, or ten or something. I don't know. It's a lot, but they're a grindcore band. And uh, don't get me wrong, I don't like all grindcore, but I really do love grindcore when it's done right. I really like a lot of hard stuff when it's done right, like, uh, for shoegaze. I love, like, My Bloody Valentine. I could listen to um, Only Swallow forever. That's one of the most beautiful songs to me. I, I got to see them live twice. Uh, one time at Coachella when they got back together, and then another time at a, at a show before they did um, All Hallows Eve. What the fuck is that shit called? All Tomorrow's Party, ATP. There we go. Before they did an ATP uh, fest that they coordinated, which uh, I wish I went to. Uh, that year was fucking awesome. But, um, yeah, uh, I really like that. And um, what you just heard right now is Starfucker, which originally they were called that. Now they go by, like, just the letters, like, uh, what is it, S-T-R-F-C-K or something like that. And um, they're awesome. They're a really cool, like, indie pop group. They've been around for a while. Uh, I got to see them live once, but not lately. And they have a new album. Also, like I said, if you got Spotify and all that shit, look up... Uh, Starfucker Live, you might find the actual song from Rolling Stones. That's a really good song, too. That's a cool little fucking poppy jangle from a badass rock band, but that's where their name comes from. They Originally, they were just like this weird little like guitar trio. It was two guitars and a bass, and they kind of harmonized around each other and played like really technical but good-sounding music because most technical music is like really difficult and like kind of, what would you say, uh... 
classical style, like, like, I don't know, it sounds really, it's hard to play, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying like, oh yeah, fuck, whatever, it's hard, it's really, really hard, but it doesn't sound good, like, if you like music enough, or you're technically inclined, like, yeah, you're like, fuck, that's fucking brilliant, but if you're just a listener, you're like, that's fucking stupid, it just sounds like a bunch of people hitting keys, keyboard, keys on a keyboard, but um, these guys kind of had that style at first, and then they became a real band and through that they became more pop influence as you can hear on that like their vocals are all clean and everything but they're still a really cool indie band um i think like health one day will become something like that but they're another great band if you guys want to hear listen to health um a song to get into them like overall style would probably be new coke uh, the music video itself is fucking beautiful like in a really disturbing way but i mean that looks, that's the type of shit I like, like I said, like, I it's not for everybody, obviously, but, I mean, obviously, everybody doesn't listen to this podcast, and the people that do tend to like a lot of stuff that I like, so, hey, there goes, for more than half of you that are listening, there goes a new band, if not a band that you already like, you're like, oh, fuck yeah, you like them too? Yeah, I do, I love that band, so, yeah, Starfucker, if you guys haven't heard of them, that's another one, and I think that's what, Bury Me Alive, was the name of the track? Yeah, Bury Us Alive, sorry, um, great fucking band like i said I, I wish they were bigger but oh well can't get everything you want in the world um which brings me to this episode um the reason why i haven't done anything in a while is i just haven't been motivated i mean and it's not like my life sucks or anything right now it's been actually really good like my kids are awesome um me and the wife are cool uh like i said that, that was my big thing because as, as i talked about before um i was having uh some extracurricular fun on the side and stuff and uh for me that 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 gave me a a mental nut i guess more than a physical one because the knowing that somebody else wants you but you're still desirable and i wasn't trying dude i don't give a fuck half the time at work i barely get dressed i don't comb my hair i wear a beanie while i drive to work and fucking that way my hair's down and set and then i get to work and i just take it off and if i'm driving i fucking keep it on that way i can fucking put the windows down and fucking rock out music on and show that like that that's my mindset i've always been like that like i said I, I still have a kid mentality i think it's being the youngest kid in the family like being the baby like i'll always be a kid in my head like don't get me wrong i, I grew up quicker than most uh i've <laughs> uh the few emails that i've got since the age gaps are like fuck dude like really like, i can't believe like uh all that happened to you so quickly like how do you deal with that? And I'm like, well, it's already been dealt with. <laughs> it's not really like, like, I don't know how I'm dealing with it now. Nah, that shit's all fucking done and everything. I, like, don't get me wrong. I, I enjoy reminiscing on the past, especially the good. The bad's always funny now. Oh, well, okay, so don't say always. Uh, somebody much older and wiser told me that a long time ago. They're like, dude, when you look back at your life, ideally, it's going to be fun or funny. At the time, it's not. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, I, I've talked about this before with my past relationship. When that shit ended, that shit fucking sucked. It was the worst shit for me. I I literally, like, went into a hole, didn't want to be around people and shit like that. Didn't give a fuck about anybody else. I didn't care about me, so I, I, how could I care about anybody else? And I just went all nihilist and just was all about, like, feeling good at the time. Like, because I knew, I knew in the end I would, I would be feel shitty again, so... At the time while I was with people, I was like, fuck it, let's make the most of this. And the craziest part about it is I didn't even want to be there in the beginning. Like, like I've been talking about this more so than ever before. 
Well, I mean, besides when I was like, wasn't really diagnosed, but a therapist told me this. She's like, more likely you're this. And I was like, oh, shuck. She's all like, yeah, you have sociopathic uh, tendencies, which is basically a polite way of saying, like, you may be a sociopath. And, like, when you hear that out loud, you're like, fuck, that's not good. But when you read into it, it's not really that bad either. There's a bunch of sociopaths in the world. It's just what it basically means on a ground level is I don't feel empathy the way other people or common people do. Um, obviously, that's true. I mean, you've heard a lot of the podcast. I don't know if you guys listen to the other podcast. Uh, Booze and Dudes kind of transitioned into Bucks Effect. But, I mean, it's kind of weird because we're still doing Bucks Effect or uh, Booze and Dudes kind of when it's all of us together, which I don't. I don't know. I, to me, it's like Booze and Dudes still alive. <laughs> it's just you have to listen to like almost every other Bucks effect to hear it. Well, now, lately, the last few, but before, because he was doing interviews in between where it was just him and somebody and him, me and somebody, him, I think, Powers and somebody. So, I mean, there's still Bucks effects episodes in there, but the majority of them really are still booze and dudes. It's just renamed, which I, I still think is hilarious. Cause I'm like, dude, booze and dudes still alive. And every time we're all together, it's still booze and dudes, but nah, whatever, not my podcast. Um, yeah. If you've been listening to those though, you've heard like, I, I, it's not just my humor. My humor isn't just dark. Like that's where the majority of it come from. Don't get me wrong. I like cheesy, dumb shit too. Um, like lately, like, Oh, like last night, I. My my kids are going to be Beetlejuice and Lydia from the movie Beetlejuice during the wedding scene. We got my daughter, the red dress with the veil and everything. She fucking loves that shit. She'll be, no, she won't even be four years old yet when, when Halloween's happened. So she's all about it. I fucking love that she's all about it, too. She's like, I fucking love that dress. Well, she didn't say fuck. But she's like, I love that dress from that movie Beetlejuice. And it turns out she's never seen it. She's three years old. <laughs> like I, I don't I still in my head don't know what to show my kids because I'm like you're smart but I don't know age wise if I'm supposed to show you this or not like I show her movies where girls beat the fuck out of people and shit and I and I used to get her into MMA for a while mainly the girl fights just to in my mindset I always want my daughter to be strong period I, I, don't get me wrong I still want her to be girly and stuff like that but at the same time I I just know how I was as a guy and I know how other guys were when I was a teenager and shit guys fucking suck don't get me wrong I'm, girls suck too but i know more about guys than i do girls and um i just want her to be able to protect herself and not put herself in dumb situations or or fucked up shit and i mean modern day that's considered a bad thing to say like it's not her fault that that guy fucking raped her yeah true don't get me wrong it is overall the guy's decision or whoever the the um assaulter is but at the same time, some of these victims put themselves in situations where they made themselves more likely or more easily a victim. And that's what bugs me. That's what I'm trying to teach my daughter that slowly. Like, hey, worst case scenario, nothing. You can still fight back. Fuck that. Like, if somebody's ever going to assault you, like, at least beat the fuck out of them. Scratch their eyes. Scratch them out. Fucking do something to where, in the end, the cops are going to be like, oh, it was that guy. Because he's all fucked up. And she said, I assaulted the guy that did this to me. Yeah, there he is. He's all scratched up and everything. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, I'm, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, like, oh, fucking every woman should be like that. Like, no, there's there's some women that are just, you know, delicate, tiny fucking people that don't know how to or can't defend themselves. That's a fact. It's just around. But I don't want that for my daughter. I want her to be active, and it, I love it because she likes that shit. She likes doing MMA. Just fucking when she would watch the fights with me, um, I would put on my old um, 
shin pad, shin guards on her, which pretty much cover her whole fucking leg. <laughs> but I mean, I put them on her, you know, and I uh, have her. I taught her how to kick and stuff like that, and like kick proper, like not just like throw your leg up, no, but like bend your knee up, kick out to the side, push your foot forward. Um, how taught her how to do side kicks, you know, flatten your foot out like you're like you're putting on your shoes, swing it like a bat, boom. Uh, how to kick high, taught her all these little things. And so she's all about that. Taught her how to do arm bars, taught her how to do chokes, taught her a bunch of little stupid shit. And uh, this is when she was like two. Uh, mainly just, she was excited about it, and I like teaching people things. And my kids especially, it's like, fuck yeah, you want to learn stuff? I'll fucking teach you as much as I can possibly teach you, you know? So, there's that. But, um, fuck, I totally got off topic, and I've been drinking for a while, so, you know, be all over. But, um, yeah, uh, where we go from there? Do, 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 do. Yeah, I haven't been motivated. Uh, kids. Oh, Lydia and uh, Beetlejuice. So my son got to see Beetlejuice. He's only a year and a half. Well, in March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. So a year and seven months. So yeah, still about a year and a half. And, um, yeah. So he's going to be Beetlejuice during the wedding. So he's going to have that red, uh, or crimson type red um, uh, suit and uh, stuff. We we bought him the his dress shirt underneath. All that shit. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, we've been growing his hair out long. That way it looks all fucked up and shit like Beetlejuice's. And so they finally saw the movie yesterday. I haven't seen that movie in years. I I knew I liked it, but I haven't seen it in years. Fucking cheesy as fuck now. Like, man, I I don't know. As much as everybody likes to say the fucking. Uh, Dick Powers is the most critical out of all of us and cynic and shit like that. Like, oh yeah, fucking dude, you're cynical as fuck about that. Bullshit. I've been telling everybody since forever and maybe they're finally believing me now. I am. <laughs> I hate so many things when I watch them now. I'm just like, fuck, how did I ever like this as a kid? Like, what the fuck? I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, watching Beetlejuice, I was like, damn, this movie's cheesy as fuck. It's super bright and everything. It's like, it's a cartoon pretty much with real people in it. I don't know. This is real goofy to me. So it made me laugh that I was afraid that my kids, for this movie, you know, it's a PG movie or PG-13 or whatever. My kids aren't even four, and I was like, yeah, fuck it, they're fine. We're all watching together. At the very end, my daughter loved it. I was like, what was your favorite part? She was like, uh, I like Lydia, because that's who she's going to be. And she's like, when she was uh, floating. And I was like, oh, that's at the very end of the movie. So that's pretty cool. And then I was like, what else? And she goes, I liked her when she was in the dress. I was like, oh, okay, so obviously you like that you're going to be her then. She goes, yeah, but I like that she wasn't scared. And I was like, really? She goes, yeah, her 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 mom and dad were scared. And I was like, okay. I'm thinking about the only time they were scared was when Beetlejuice became a snake and shit and fucked them up. And she goes, yeah, uh, and she wasn't scared. She just she just kept talking to the mama and dada. And the mama and dada in her head is what we're going to be, which is uh, Alec Baldwin's character and uh, Gina Davis's character. I forget what the fuck their last names were, but they were the family that the house originally belonged to. They become ghosts. If you haven't seen the movie, watch it. Uh, I don't know what to say. It, it's really goofy over the top. Um, of Tim Burton's old flicks, I wouldn't suggest that first. I mean, I would probably say Pee Wee. Um, but uh, if you're older and you've never seen a Tim Burton movie, like if you're like 20, now or something or maybe fuck it like i said a pg-13 i'm showing fucking my three-year-old daughter uh if you're like 14 to 25 because i mean modern millennials are fucking retarded and, and gen z's and all these other people they're fucked up man like you guys are still kids i'm a kid still too so i'm not saying that as a negative but 
I would say watch, um, oh, fuck, what the hell's the name of this fucking movie? Uh, Big Fish. Watch Tim Burton's Big Fish. That's like his crowning achievement to me. It's a really great film. Uh, Ewan McGregor. Uh, modern day little kids would know him as Obi-Wan Kenobi in the new series Obi-Wan, which I still haven't seen. I'm not a big Star Wars fan, man. I didn't care for it when I was a kid. Episodes 4, 5, and 6 about Luke. Uh, I saw episode 1 in theaters. The best part to me was the pod races. The video game for uh, Nintendo 64 was a shit. And then uh, episode 2, I saw in theaters. I ditched high school to see that. It was senior year, junior year, or something like that. I ditched with a bunch of my friends to go see it. And I walked out halfway with the date that I went to go see it with, or the girl that I was talking to, and bailed. Uh, went downtown to the mall, fucking had a better time than the movie was, and I never saw three to this day. Never saw seven, eight, or nine. Um, saw Rogue One about maybe half an hour of it and hated it. Uh, that dude's got his own show now, Endor or Andor or whatever. Uh, not gonna watch it. I don't know, man. This is not for me. And uh, I, I laugh because Jordan Peterson recently said it. He's all like, um, Star Wars, also known as Christianity for sci-fi nerds. Because literally that's what it is. Like, it's it's the, story, it's the Bible, like, being retold in a modern, or well, not really modern. Because if you paid attention to episode, uh, what is it, four, a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So, yeah, it actually predates our time. So, yeah, it's just that that galaxy was more advanced than us. Anyway, yeah, um, I don't know. I just hate a lot of things. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'll watch stuff for my kids and stuff, but I, I don't care for a lot. Um, I watched that new one, uh, Blonde, about uh, Marilyn Monroe on Netflix. Really good for an art flick. I mean, it's not for everybody. Obviously, it's an art flick. Art's not for everybody. Um, but uh, knowing a lot about her already it, it is really good to see that they made a biopic that shows the horrible part as opposed to just like oh look at this person living a crappy life for 10 minutes and now we're going to show you all their come-ups now this, this film shows pretty much all of her life which mainly wasn't good if you ever heard anything about her um glenn danzig from the misfits worshiped that lady and i mean he's not into happy-go-lucky things as we've talked about before uh, the author of the song Die, 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 My Darling. Um, <laughs> the reason why the, the band was named Misfits is because it's her last film that she ever made while she was alive. And he worshipped her that much. A lot of their album covers had Marilyn Monroe on the covers, like their vinyls and stuff like that. Um, their seven-inch singles. Uh, so knowing that like a person like Glenn Danzig loved her and knew a lot about her at the time, now seeing this film blonde you're like oh fuck dude her life was fucking chaos like yeah it's it's crazy that we even see her as anything famous when in reality she was like a fucking girl that literally if it wasn't for her look she would have been fucked she would be the the poor horrible story you've heard about a girl in high school or middle school or wherever you grew up like fuck dude, that girl had it rough her whole life that was Marilyn Monroe uh Norma Jean as a uh, her real name was and stuff like that, also known as but uh yeah, i saw that recently Fuck, what else have i been watching try watching that Dahmer series don't get me wrong it's good if you don't know anything about Dahmer, watch it it's cool it's exaggerated obviously um all the stories have to be especially for a miniseries it could have been a great movie um there's a 
there actually is a good movie about him called Dahmer, My Friend, showing him as a kid. Great fucking flick, but uh, nobody watched it, I guess. But uh, yeah, Netflix, as much as people talk shit about, like, I'm quitting Netflix and Netflix is trash. Whenever a fucking series pops up on there, everybody in the world talks about it. Have you seen that shit? It's really good. Huh? I was like, thought nobody liked Netflix, but whatever. Yeah, that new Dahmer series, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's all right. I mean, it's a, it's a good... It, it's, it's great that they went as far as they did because they could have muted that shit and made it really, like, PG-13 scary as opposed to what it really was. But, um, I mean, like I said, it's exaggeration. Just like Narcos, if you're... If you knew about Pablo Escobar or ever read anything about him before, the series Narcos is fucking stupid as shit because you're like, oh, okay, you're kind of telling the truth, but you're fucking stretching out a lot. Um, Narcos Mexico is a way better series to me because A, they stuck to the story more, which makes sense because a lot of people didn't like that one as much. They're just like, dude, it's not as exciting, you know, like it's kind of whatever. Like, yeah, you mean factual? <laughs> so there's that. Um, what the fuck else have I been trying to watch? Like I said, I, I really don't watch a lot. Like that's on while it's on. Uh, my wife likes the new uh, House of Dragons show. She liked him, especially uh, the way I tell her, cause I gave up what season five of Game of Thrones. Like fuck this show. Um, to me, the best seasons were like two, three and four. Like one was the perfect setup. Two was fucking badass for what it was when it was on. Three was better than two. And then four, I want to say it was like the shit. Like, so a lot of the wars happened and everything. But then five, I gave up mid season pretty much. And then kept watching it. Didn't care for it. And the way it ended, I was like, fuck this fucking show. So yeah, I never watched anything after that. Uh, so that when I asked my wife, like, how good is it compared to like the last two seasons of Game of Thrones? She's like, oh, way better than that shit. I was like, all right, cool. Um, Lord of the Rings, I heard is visually stunning. I don't know so much about the story. I was never really that big on Lord of the Rings anyway. I mean, don't get me wrong, I own the the three movies, but I, but I like the box set. I've never seen the extended versions, which match the book more. Uh, I mean, to me, the old Lord of the Rings uh, cartoon is awesome. So, I mean, I, I never wanted to see the the uh, prequel shit. I never saw those. Uh, didn't care to. Not, not real big on it. Like I said, I didn't really care for the Lord of the Rings trilogy that much. It's like, it's good, but it wasn't great. So when they made that prequel, I was like, I'm good. I'm not going to even bother watching it. So I still have it. Um, really, all I watch is sports mainly when it's live. Like I watched the Haney fight recently uh, versus Cambosis Jr. It was good. Cambosis fucked up. He should have went to the body earlier. Um, obviously, he's stronger than Haney, but Haney's a lot faster and has a better jab. So visually, he looked like he beat up Cambosis, which he eventually did. Um, Wilder fight, there was no point to watch it. You knew that the other guy had no chance and Wilder beat him. So he's just trying to get recognition on his name. Um, what else? Uh, uh, Triple G, Canelo, yeah. The weight class is what was the difference. That's why that Triple G looked all fucking fat and shit. Uh, they would have fought maybe a lower class. Maybe it would have been a little bit closer. Um... UFC, I watch that every Saturday, or every Saturday they have it. So this week is going to be uh, Oliveras versus um, Mahaschek, who Khabib himself has said is better than him. So that means if fucking Charles beats him, obviously fucking he would have beat uh, Khabib as much as bullshit as that really means. But 
if you're gonna fucking state that out loud multiple fucking times, like he's a better version of me, then hopefully he is. But I, I'm going with Charles all day. I'm sorry, Charles not only has been more definitive as a champion compared to Khabib in the sense that a he beat the same fucking people he did, minus Connor, and beat them faster and better. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he got rocked in some of the fights. Like Chandler dropped in the first round. Um, Poirier knocked him down, but he didn't fucking do a lot. Uh, and then Gaethje dropped him. But it didn't matter. He beat them faster than Khabib did. So, in my head, uh, Oliveris is way better of a champion. He he has an actual uh, validation in, in being considered the gloat as opposed to just a goat. Goat means greatest of all time, but a gloat in this case means the greatest lightweight of all time. Uh, if, yeah, if Khabib could beat this guy, or Khabib, if Charles Oliveira could beat uh, Mahachek, he it would be considered the better uh so yeah it, in turn he'd be a gloat um what else that whole fight car should be fucking badass sterling's fighting fucking uh dillashaw i'm hoping dillashaw pulls it as much as people don't like him i think he's a better striker and just as good as a wrestler so he should be able to withstand uh um fucking sterling's uh wrestling game who else is on that fucking card? Oh, Peter Yawn versus uh, uh, Mallory, Sugar Mallory, Sugar Shane. I hope Peter Yawn embarrasses him. He just kind of fucking, not only knocks him out, but like breaks him. Like kind of, you know, fucks up his nose or his eye or his jaw or some shit like that. I, I don't hate Sugar Shane in the sense. I just think that he's a, he's a hype train that needs to get dropped. Like, um, I was hoping that, uh, Munoz would have done that, but that fight fucking, you know, ended with all the way it did with the DQ with the eye poke and shit like that. So that's kind of bullshit. But, um, I think, uh, if Mallory or Sugar Shane would have beat, um, Dom Cruz, that would mean something more so to me. Uh, that's how I feel. And he's at the bottom of what top 10, top five, maybe. Yeah. I want to say he's like seven or eight. So yeah. Um, and then what else? Me and my, me and my family watch, uh, Ink Master. We follow that. It's on Peacock. Um, I don't know what it's on on actual television, but we watch it on Peacock and, uh, that shit's only great. This season, especially, it's, uh, the return of the people from two seasons ago during COVID time. The final three that should have been in the finale and stuff like that. It's, um, them with, like, the last five seasons before top two, three people, you know, not the winners. And then mid-season, they brought back a bunch of the fucking legends, which are actual Ink Masters at one. They brought them back. So, yeah, that show's fucking awesome. These people are doing, like, some of the greatest tats. Um, oh, yeah, speaking of tats, I'll be getting mine pretty soon. Right over my chest, uh, over my heart. I'm going to get the two. I finally figured out the logos for my kids. Um, my son's a Triqueta. It's... um. Some people know it as like a witch logo, but it's really not. It's a Wiccan symbol. It's also a Christian symbol. Um, so there's that duality in that, which is pretty cool because, I mean, like I said, if, if there's any religion I identify with more than anything, it would be Wiccan or like paganism. And then the one that has been around me the most is Christianity or Catholicism. And that's where the heart of it really is. And um, the other version or the other uh, symbolism within it is also like for impasse and um i mean like i said I, i'm complete opposite of that uh but at the same time 
I understand empaths in the sense of like how they're they feel for others. I I, I get that. I I totally wish I could be that way, kind of. Some at times I guess. I'm just not. I I just don't care about things the way other people do. I just like don't get me wrong. I don't understand. I'm not a fucking robot. I'm not like why are you crying? Like no, I get when somebody passes away or something hurts some somebody like why they cry. I'm just more like in my head. I'm like well crying doesn't fix anything, so why bother? Or or like it doesn't help. That's that's my mindset. And as a generic level, you know, like as a kid, that's what, how I always understood why I didn't cry when other people were crying around me. I was just like, well, I mean, it doesn't help. So I don't care. But like I said, the tendencies and traits that I have, like of sociopathology, like I, I get it now as an adult more so. Where it's like, oh, yeah, I pretty much kind of. I mean, it sounds bad to say, but yeah, I am a sociopath, like in the sense of like, I don't care about things. I don't care about people. Um, when I read things about people dying, I never think like, oh, it's sad. I always think like, oh man, what happened? Or where were they? Like, fuck yeah, wrong place, wrong time. Or like, fuck, nah, they, they deserve that. They were in a shitty situation. That's what happens. You know, I, I don't, I'm not em- empathetic in the sense of, of how like you should be where it's like, oh my God, that person's parent died or their cousin died or something i'm just like oh well yeah that's what happens when you get sick you know like if you don't take care of yourself you die that's how i think i think logically um like a fucking what is it uh whatever spock was in star trek i think like that like it was like i I don't fucking like i get that you're sad but i don't see how that helps anything didn't bring them back you can pray all you want doesn't do anything um so there's that part but uh the empath part of this symbol which my son completely is. My son literally knows not just uh, when somebody's upset or sad. He knows to go over there to them and try to make them feel better. It's crazy. He doesn't need to hear them cry or anything. Like, with, especially with my daughter, with his sister. He literally knows before she starts throwing a fit that she's bothered. And he'll go over there to her, give her a hug. And she'll be upset at first. Like, no, get away. And he'll just hold her, look at her in the face. And then she calms the fuck down. He does that with his grandparents. Um... He'll like look at him. He'll 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 grab their legs. He'll hold his hands up for them to pick him up. They pick him up. They start feeling better. He he's he's a good fucking kid, man. It's crazy. Like like I said, I don't, I don't know. It's scary to me because I hope that that doesn't mean that he's gonna end up fucking with some fucked up chick that needs oh like, hey dad, she needs help, and so I take care of her. Fuck that, dude. Those girls are fucking they're trouble, man. Overall, they're fun for a bit, but not for fucking ever. Um. So there's that logo in there. And then the other part is, uh, like, like in the Christian form, it's like, you know, the, the three main goals, you know, the, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And for me, uh, tattoos have always been associated with my dad because he's big on tattoos. He has fucking a bunch. He has, originally he had one per decade and then of his life. So by the time he was 40, he had four. Uh, but then when he retired at, what, 56, 57, he got up to like seven and now he's like nine. He's going to have 10 now once he puts my sons on there. So, uh, yeah, he, he's a tattoo guy. Like, uh, majority of my family from his side is all tattooed out. My mother's side also, but my mom doesn't have any. But um, neither does my other brother, which is my mom's son. He doesn't have any. But, yeah, I'm going to get mine soon now that I, like I said, now I know. I knew what right away with my daughter. Her middle name is Rose. We named her that. Um, I wanted to be, or uh, the symbolism of Rose is to me what she is and it's kind of funny because we put rose bushes in her 
what would be her room way before we ever thought about kids. We just put rose bushes around that side. So it's kind of funny that her room is protected by a moat of rose bushes because the planter is kind of like a little moat that circles around that side of the house. And roses have their own protection, which are thorns. So I'm kind of going to do the traditional rose bud by putting her two favorite colors in there. The center part of the bloom of it will be pinkish, and then the outer part will be purple. Not a thick purple, but more like a lavender type. And then uh, the thorn, like the actual you know vine of the rose, which is the thorns, is going to come down and incorporate that into my son's tattoo. So that way it's one big piece. <coughs> I have a few designs. I'm going to show the tattoo guy which is my dad's new artist uh, for the last few years. See what he does, see if he can incorporate it in a better way than obviously I can, I can't, I'm not a fucking artist. I can, I have ideas, but I'm not, I can't draw for shit. Dude, my stick figures look horrible. So I'm gonna do that. And uh, so that'll be my first, which is really two, but like I said, I'm counting as one big tattoo. Uh, I showed the wife, she's all about it. She has multiple tattoos. She has what, like one, two, three, four, five six seven maybe seven six or seven um so yeah so i'll catch up to her eventually and that's what i keep thinking the more and more i keep talking to people are like dude fucking once you get one tattoo if the pain doesn't bother you you're fucking gonna want more i'm like all right well i mean pain's never bothered me i've gone to a dentist and gotten my teeth drilled and fucking to check for a root canal type shit and i've never been like ah i've just been like all right whatever i'm sitting here um Got my wisdom teeth pulled, woke up during the surgery on three teeth, woke up three times. At the very end, I was fine and conscious, just bullshitting with this fucking dentist and the, and the, um, the fuck is it called? Anesthesiologist. I was bullshitting with them, which I guess is not normal. Um, uh, another, oh, when I got my fucking, uh, bisectomy and same thing, I was talking to her the whole time. She's like, this is kind of weird. You shouldn't really be this active. I'm like, oh, well, I don't feel anything, so. Um, so yeah, pain's never been a big deal for me. Uh, I have a high tolerance for that. I, I kind of knew that since I was a kid, but, um, yeah, so maybe, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll start off with one actual symbolic tattoo and then get all retarded and just start putting stupid shit all over. Who knows? Um, I, I, it does motivate me into getting in a better shape because I've always wanted a rib piece. And I know when you're fat, like fucking rib pieces look fucking stupid. Because they all stretch you and shit. It looks like uh, silly putty when you stretch it. Um, but uh, it will motivate me to get into shape to at least be able to have like a badass fucking side piece, you know, like a rib piece for a while. So that could be cool. Um, what else? I mean, you know, put them around your, um, uh, like on my shoulder blades or something like that. I might get some of those. Uh, probably not across the other side of my chest because like I said, that one's so important to me. It's my kids, you know, they're over my heart. So that's that. But yeah, th that's pretty much my latest. Uh, the other thing, like I said, uh, I just haven't been motivated really. Um, lately when I've been going over there to, uh, the booze and dude studio, as I like to call it or crew studios, I don't know, like, uh, Bucks has been wanting us to do a lot more, but it seems as though none of us really, like, I just like hanging out, man. I can go over there and just hang out and not be a part of any of the podcast for all that matters. I just like fucking bullshit and seeing the guys and shit and catching up. And, um, 
I don't know. It was kind of funny. The last time we went there, or I went there, was this wee shit. I went over there. Powers and um, DK were doing another episode of Beer and Bad Movies. And uh, I came in while they were filming. And uh, I saw James, also known to the crew people as uh, King Kong or King James or whatever the fuck, which is fucking hilarious because that's fucking LeBron James's name. But uh, me and him were off to the side whispering bullshit and fucking Bucks turns around and is all like, shh. And I'm like, dude, are you fucking serious? In my head, I'm just like, whenever we film STDs, like, everybody in the fucking world's allowed to fucking be in that room bullshitting and talking and fucking shouting and shit. But yet, when we film beer and bad movies, not gloating or nothing, but like one of the lowest ranking fucking podcasts on the network, like, we gotta be fucking quiet and all. Like, it's like, what the fuck? Like, this is silly to me. So I just was like, fuck it, dude. I'm not going to argue with them. So we went outside, me and James fucking kicked back out in his backyard and shit up. But it, I don't know. I guess it kind of bothered me to the point of like, oh, so we're quiet for some podcasts, but not all of them? Like, what the fuck, dude? Because, I mean, it used to upset me. Now I'm just over it. I'm like, ah, whatever. Fucking who cares? But it's sad because like in the middle of those STDs, when shit starts going like that, when everybody's talking in the background, it really bugs fucking DK. Like, he'll literally stop his focus he'll stop talking about what he's talking about he'll mention it he's like oh peanut gallery over here but what's crazy is like only we can hear that the fucking crowd really can't they can kind of hear whispers and like some noise but not really so that's why i keep telling them like dude just keep talking they can't hear anything like and that's it's you guys that matter like i mean don't get me wrong um we want to hear each other but i mean at the same time it's more of like you guys are the ones paying attention more than anything else the listeners you know so, uh, I don't know, like little little stuff like that. And I, like I said, I'm just not motivated the same. Like, it's not as fun as it used to be to me. And I've always said this, I, I will only do this or do the majority of these things as long as they're fun. And if they're not as fun as they used to be, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Like, um, we've been doing these reaction videos. I hate doing them. I don't know. They're just silly to me. I, I mean, our, if... If we're doing them for numbers and shit, fine, whatever, then count me out, because I, I don't care, I don't care to get big or anything, I've said this before, and I'll, I mean it, and I'll say it again, I don't care for recognition at all, don't get me wrong, like, it's cool, like, the emails that you people send me, keep sending them, man, you guys are fucking awesome, because you guys are genuine, but I'm not trying to fucking be big, I, I'm not, if they want to, that's fine, that's on them, cool, I mean, I, as long as they don't change overall, you know, we're still bullshitting and hanging out, that's fine. But I, I don't care about that. And I don't know. It, it doesn't bug me or nothing. It's just weird that, like, if we're chasing numbers, let's chase numbers and shit that we all agree on or like, you know? I think those reaction things are just more of like, this is what's cool on YouTube. Like, yeah, but we're not big on YouTube anyway. So let's focus on, like, what's good on podcasting, interviewing people, right? Well, let's just start interviewing a bunch of different people. Um, there was a list at one point of all these different people that we were supposed to talk to, but I mean, I, I made my little list off of it. Like, yeah, these people would be cool. Like they would totally bounce off of us, but nothing ever came of it. So for now, like the only guests are really on booze and dudes and bucks effect. Um, maybe, uh, one of the future STDs might have some guests. Uh, me and DK have talked about hitting up Mercedes Carrera. Uh, former porn star. I'm pretty sure she's still a porn star, really, but she's been in prison for a while. Um, interviewing her, that'd be kind of cool, you know? Uh, there's multiple different people in the porn industry that I would 
Well, anybody really in the porn industry, I don't give a fuck. It doesn't bother me, you know? Like, you're not my sister, mom, or anybody that matters to me, so I don't, I'm not one to judge you, but at the same time, like, it is interesting, and I would love to talk to them about A and B shit, you know? Not just the typical shit of, like, oh, fuck it, how do you get into porn? Like, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, it's probably the same answer as everybody else has ever said, but I just want to talk to them about all their day-to-day shit, you know? I'm more involved in that. That's more my, where I go, where I was like, oh, what's interesting to you? And then when they tell me something, it's like, oh, fuck, let's go there. But, I mean, there's there's a bunch of different ideas. Like I said, STD, as much as it's mainly been about sex and stuff, that's where it started because me and DK are the most sexual of the group in nature, thoughts, and, uh, like, I don't know, we're just both comfortable with that shit. We can openly talk about whatever. So that's kind of where the idea for STD even started. It was, like, me and him in the middle of podcasts every so often would get, fucking, I guess, as the rest would say, dirty minded and shit and like so it was like all right well we're not so why don't we just do a podcast about that shit then and it started from there but then the true meaning behind std was supposed to be that it was supposed to be the three main topics sex taboo subjects and doom related things such as death and destruction so like which are things that me and him both enjoy like i said i i don't see death as a negative thing i mean don't get me wrong i'm not trying to die now because uh i have a family and stuff and i would love to appreciate as much time as i can with them but death isn't a negative thing to me it's part of life i'm sorry like it's the end part of life but i mean you got to acknowledge it and be able to get over it and stuff like that and realize that one day it'll be you too um doom in that sense to me is the dark side of things there are dark there has to be dark to be light otherwise everything will be the same color um and there has to be the up or the down to appreciate the up like there's the whole you know duality of life and I, I use that word a lot but i really do mean that like I, I appreciate things especially after having the struggle and all that's one thing that we all relate on all of us grew up poor or down down out and out and shit like, like we didn't have a lot growing up and now we're doing really fucking good uh the majority of us you know but um majority half um but yeah we're doing really good or better than we ever thought we would especially me i don't fucking i i remember as a kid thinking i would either die young or fucking not care and just like give up or uh like od or some shit i always thought horrible things about my life because i never really cared for it growing up but now with the family and everything fucking life's awesome man those kids fucking make everything better um uh taboo things i I love talking about taboo shit because i love the idea that you're not supposed to talk about something it's fucking stupid to me because that's what conversations are all about why talk about something that's predetermined like oh hey how's the weather looks great outside right that's small talk. I don't give a fuck about small talk. I deal with that all the time. Maybe it's because of my work. Like, my work, I check in people. I, I'm a security guard. I fucking see people all the time. I see the same people all the time. I have to check them in when they come into a building. I check their bags for fucking security checks. I do all that shit. So there are small conversations that happen. And there, there's a difference between a small talk that's like whatever, routine, and there's the genuine ones. The genuine ones eventually become more than that. Like, that's how I find out you know who's who like there's a guy that i bullshit with every uh, on the weekends called ben uh he, he has a dodger hat he's a dodger lanyard i'm a dodger fan too we bullshit now we talk all the fucking time about not just that but other shit um there's another guy, kid named jeremy he's big on fucking anime he had a fucking naruto fucking um pennant on his necklace one day i was like hey is that naruto he got all fucking involved me and him bullshit about that then it turns out he likes cars. I know enough about cars to talk, so we talk about that shit, too. We talk about a bunch of shit. Um, females at work. 
a lot of them, when I check their bags, they have like a cool drink or something like that, that I drink, like Spindrift. That was a big thing for a while. I was like, oh shit, you drink Spindrift? And they got all excited, like, you drink Spindrift too? Fucking hate And now we're all held nuts. We trade sodas with each other, drink, well, not sodas, but drinks. We trade fucking snacks with each other, all kind of cool shit. Um, there's other people, all kind of other stuff, like about kids, whatever, everything. That's where genuine conversations come from. That's why, like, to me, the idea of something being taboo, we're like, oh, we should stop here now. I, I just said this word so we couldn't talk about it anymore. That's fucking retarded to me. I don't get it. Like, we're we're a democracy, right? And we're a free country in the sense of, like, you have freedom to think out loud. And not just, like, oh, yeah, hey, we can talk only about these things. So I love that. And then the sex thing, like I said, that's where it based is from. Like, me and uh, DK are very sexual people, minded-wise. Like, we can talk about it and not be, like, hee-hee-hee-hee, all giddy and shit. It's just whatever it is. A, it's something that's come up, or B, it's something that's very interesting to us. So, like, that's where that comes from. And so, like I said, that, that, that'll probably be what's going on with that lately, or, or uh, in the next few times. Like I said, the next one should be the Halloween episode. We want to do something about uh, scary shit that's happened to us. And then um, maybe I'll do a little mini one. I, I have one written out right now that's kind of of topic now. So I'll probably pop that out uh, within a week, if not. Maybe within this week. I don't want to say anything anymore because, I mean, lately I've been fucking flaking, so I don't want to burn you guys. But, uh, yeah, thanks again for listening. How long was this? Let's see, where are we at right now? 46 minutes. Wow, I'm killing it again. Fucking A, man. I thought it was going to be like 15 to 20 minute episode. Well, anyway, thanks for listening for everybody who did. And um, keep those emails coming, man. I really appreciate everything that you guys do. And whenever you guys ask me questions and shit, I'll fucking immediately respond back to you because like i said i'm not getting bombarded with shit at the most i've got what seven eight different people i mean i've got multiple emails from people but yeah yeah you, you guys know it i'll keep emailing you guys you guys email back whatever uh so yeah sorry i'm not online but uh yeah that's really it so i'll talk to you guys again i'll end it out with uh some more of uh star fuckers it's called bury us alive all right everybody thanks <laughs>